We're back into the old jobs issue. The freight and logistics sector urgently needs skilled workers. Without any intervention, the labour shortage is set to widen from 4,700, which I would have thought is bad enough, to 18,000 in five years' time. Deputy Chief Executive of one of the government's workforce development councils and report author, uh, Samantha McNaughton's with us on this. Samantha, morning to you. Morena. Do we all agree that it, the, the industry's in trouble and they're well short of labour? Yeah, it's, absolutely. There's a, there's a huge skills shortage that's been coming at us for a, a number of years now, but it's been exacerbated by the COVID pandemic. And, um, yeah, the research report says it's, it's set to get worse and, and we just simply don't have the supply. What's the migration picture as far as you're concerned and does it address it? Uh, so I think migration is always part of the solution, but perhaps not the full solution. I think up until the pandemic, there had probably been a slight over-reliance on plugging the gaps through migration, whereas we actually need to think differently about how we're attracting and retaining the domestic workforce, as well as also recognising that migration adds different and valuable skills into our economy as well. So, so the, it's, it's an and-and. OK. How, how do you attract the local workforce? Because basically everyone's got a job. So if you're going to get somebody local, they're going to have to come from somewhere else. Yeah, I, I really appreciate it. It is, it is a bit of Peter to pay Paul type of situation. But I think what we're finding is that there is actually um, the majority of the workforce comes from the existing workforce, like you say. There has been a massive change um, over the last couple of years in in response to COVID around career changes and actually leveraging the transferable skills. So people are choosing to go to industries where they know they're supported, where they know their career progression. Um, Perhaps there's money, but the money isn't the only factor. Mm. And so it's really on the industry, on the employers, to really ensure that they're developing these really inclusive and diverse work cultures that grow people, grow careers, rather than just attracting people for jobs today, actually really thinking strategically about how you're going to grow your workforce and, and who, you, who you're going to attract and target. We know that um, our future workforce is more Māori, is more Pacific peoples, and, and they bring such, such a valuable insight into the industry. We also know right now that there are a large number of women and disabled people that are hugely untapped that need to come into the industry and they're available now. So they can actually start to um, pathway into these sectors, be supported and have really, really vibrant careers. Is churn a major? Churn is a major. I think one of the um, one of the really interesting findings from this particular research was actually that young people are leaving at a faster rate, and um, and typically the target for businesses, rightly so, has been on attracting that youth pipeline in because they are your future workforce. And in this particular sector, the um, the younger people have left at uh, really significantly higher rates over the last two years, and that to me suggests that there is actually something systemic happening within the sector. Mm. So perhaps young people aren't seeing those career pathways. There are many, and they're really amazing, and they can take you internationally in the logistics industry. And and so younger people are going, oh, it's not really for me. Off I go somewhere else and, and find a find another career elsewhere. I always ask the same question when I do interviews like this. When you say, you, I mean, I'm, I'm a father of five, uh, you go into a high school, and talk to a 16-year-old and go, hey, guys, how about logistics? They wouldn't have a clue what you're talking about. Is it explained in a way that they get it? I don't think so. I think, And I think that's one of the opportunities from this research, is how can we really articulate the amazing career opportunities in these industries? Um, there's, it's a really high tech. And so a lot of people don't necessarily realise how, how high 
highly automated things are and actually automation doesn't replace people but you need different skills to be able to participate in an automated workforce and so there's such a vibrant and diverse career pathway within this industry so I think we absolutely do need to do better at articulating the amazing opportunities. Good stuff. Well, you've helped there, Samantha. Uh, Samantha McNaughton, clearly an advocate for the industry. She's Deputy Chief Executive this morning. 18 minutes away from 7. Sad. Sad to have to tell you. Um, I would have played You Better Be Good to Me. Very sad to be able to tell you Tina Turner's died. Statement from her representative. The Queen of Rock and Roll dead at 83 after a long illness in a home in Zurich, in Switzerland. With her, the world loses a music legend and role model, Tina Turner. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.